Rambam Hilfas Geneva. We're holding now chapter four, Pedek Revi. In today's Pedek, we're going to learn a custodian, a shamer, that Tainus, that what was given to him was actually stolen. So now, Allah Aleph, Hatein Shenignav Mi Beis Apikodin. On a Shemrechinam, which is a, a Shemrechinam is potter to pay if a object, either a Pikodin, got stolen or got lost from him, the Allah is that this Shemrechinam is potter from paying. So now, this Shemrechinam claims that the article that was entrusted to him was stolen from his house. Now, im if afterwards Adam came and said, as you're lying, Adam came along and said that the, this guy made a false claim, the Shemer Kina made a false claim, and it's still in the possession of the entrusted article. The Allah is, the Shemechinim has to pay now double, it's to pay twice the worth of the stolen object, because the Shemechinim himself is a thief. And if he shafted or stole or sold it, stolen animal, after he took the false oath, Allah is, he has to pay five times four or five times his worth. However, he is not required to take or to bring a ashram, a guilt offering, for taking a false oath that was discredited by Adam. He's not obligated to add a fifth to the value of the stolen article as well, because the fifth is never paid when Kefal is paid. If witnesses come before he takes the Shua, he's required to pay only the principal. When does this apply? When he took an oath before he misappropriated the entrusted article. If he misappropriated the ganiv, and now he claimed that it has been stolen from him, he makes a, 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 a oath that effect, Ubo Adim, and now Adim came and said he's lying. Potter and Akefel. He's Potter from Kefel. Because as soon as he misappropriated the article, he becomes he becomes liable that he becomes liable for it and acquire responsibility for it. The Shemer claimed that the Pikodan article was lost. And he took an oath to that effect, and then he claims that Ton Tainas Ganev, and then he claimed that it was stolen. And he swore, Rachaf Bo Edim, and then Edim came along and said he's lying, Potim and Akefel, he's Potter from Kefel. Why? For at the time that he took the first oath, the first false oath, the Pikodim was no longer considered the property of the original owner. Dalit. Atein Tainas Ganev Avedim and Nishba. A person who discovered a lost article claims that it was stolen. And then, afterwards, witnesses came and testified that the lost article was in the possession and that he made a false claim. He has to pay twice the article's worth. 
any lost article. This applies when he claimed that it was stolen by an armed thief, in which instance he would be five, he would not be five with the pay. If he claims that it was stolen, not beyond his control, so he's not fired for Kefal, for he, I would, for he would have been fired to pay for the lost article because of his claim. Since a person caring for a lost article that is discovered is considered to be a Shemr Sacher, as will be explained. Hey, when a Shaver claims that a Pikodan in an entrusted article was stolen and takes a Shvuah, and then Adam come and testify that the Pikodan is in his possession. Then and then he again claims that it was stolen. And he swears, and then again Adam came and said, No, it's still in his Rishus. Even if a hundred times, it's time to pay. Double payment for each claim. So if he took five false, five false oaths, he's have to pay six times the value of the trusted article, the Kedin, the principal that was entrusted to him, and five times his value because of the five double payments that result of the five false oaths. Love. If a shamer claims that a entrusted article was stolen. He takes an oath. And then, And then witnesses come and testify that the Bikotan was not stolen, but the Shemra missed, it was, not, it was not lost. So Allah is, Since he must pay twice the value of the article because of the witnesses, he does not need to pay the additional fifth because of the other oath, because he, uh, although he admitted it to be false. So what it is that this involves the same principle for which he is required to pay the double payment, he's not decided to pay the chemish. If a person trusted in his apps to two people, the Tanu Tainas Ganev, and afterwards, and they claimed that it was stolen. And uh, then they took a shvuah. Afterwards, one of them admitted that took a false oath. And then witnesses came and testified that the other one lied. They both pay the principal. If the owner of the bikodin sees his property belonging to the partner whose oath was refuted, um, then we don't take it away. The one who admitted taking the false oath must pay an additional fifth of a share of the stolen article, as must all who voluntarily admit taking false oaths regarding the trusted articles. If a if a, with regards to the chiyuv of a shamer and a thief. What happened? The owner of the entrusted object demanded its return from from a shamer. Now, what happened was like this: the shamer, the owner of the entrusted object, demanded its return from the shamer. 
The shamer took an oath that, or, that it was stolen. Afterwards, the thief was discovered. The shamer filed a claim against the thief who admitted stealing the article. Afterwards, the owner of the Bikadan filed a claim against the thief, and he denied stealing the article. And then what happened? Witnesses then came and testified that the thief stole the article. If the shamer took a shoe up when he claims that the article was stolen, so then he's considered the agent of the owner and the thief is free from the responsibility of Kefal because he admitted the theft to the shamer. If the shamer took a false oath, the question is unresolved. And if um, he took it away, so the Ghana is not compelled to pay twice the value of the stolen article. If, however, the owner sees his property belonging to the thief, then it's not taken away from it. Now, the owner demanded the return of the Pekodra from the Shemer. He paid for the article, and the thief was discovered. In such a case, the Shemer acquires the right to the article and the, and the double payment. The owner filed a claim against the thief, who admitted stealing the article. Afterwards, the Shemer filed the claim against the thief, and he denied stealing the article. Witnesses then came and testified that the thief stole the article. The thief is not compelled to pay twice the value of the stolen article. If however the watchman sees his property belongs to him, he shall be shouldn't be taken away. Similarly applies with regard to the payment of five or four times the value of the stolen sheep or cow if the thief sold or shafted it. When a shaver claims that an article entrusted to him by a minor was stolen, it takes an oath to that effect. Now, afterwards, witnesses came and testified that the Pekadon is still in his possession. He's not hired. This applies even if the owner entrusted the article to the Shemir when the owner was a cotton and demanded its return after he became a Godel. And like it says, he eaten ish and witnessed his cotton clone, but searched in a sinner to fear showing the Godel. says, when the man will give his friend articles to watch, a child's um, entrusting an article means nothing. Instead, he must Pass from the maturity, both when he trusts the article and when he demands its return. Yud. When a shamer steals an article entrusted to him from his own domain, he stole a lamb from a flock entrusted to him or a seller from a wallet entrusted to him. If witnesses testify regarding the theft, it's five kefal. Even if he puts it back, he puts the tlem back. He remains responsible for them until he notifies the owner. Um, so, um, since with his theft of the article, he's responsible to watch when it's concluded. Now, um, so first of all, it says if he not returned anything until he notifies the owner, and the little different rules applies if a person steals a seller from a wallet belonging to a friend or a kaylee from his home, and then returns the utensil or the seller to his place. If the owner knew about the theft but not know if it's returned, the thief is still responsible for the article until his friend counts his money. When the owner counts the wallet and discovers the full amount, so then he's not chayv. 
feel a minion in Sarah, and Lakinishet. So then came in if the Nachriyose. Now, if the owner did not know that the article was taken or returned, it's not necessary for the owner to count his money. As soon as the thief returned the money to his place, he's no longer responsible for it. He's based on the method of the and Bedrochain, the supplies to when the article is not alive. When, however, a thief steals a lamb from a friend, the owner discovers the thief, and the thief then returns to the herd without informing the owner of that. Afterwards, the lamb dies or it's stolen, so then the first is Chayv Bachrais. However, the owner counted the sheep and the herd was complete, the thief is no longer liable. If the owner did not know that the lamb was stolen or returned, the thief is chayv until he informs the owner, so that he will pay more attention to the stolen lamb. This is necessary because the thief taught in a way other than followed by the other sheep in his herd. Parakamishi, the fifth chapter. This chapter contains 12 halachas and it primarily speaks about buying from a ganav and different takonas of the shuk. Halacha aleph. Also, it's forbidden to buy a stolen article from a thief. It's a severe sin because it reinforces the transgressor and motivates him to steal in the future. If he's not going to find a person to purchase a stolen article, he will not steal. This is what the Teda says, what the, what the Pasuk says in Mishli, person who shares profits with a thief hates his own soul. Person, if a thief steals and sells the stolen article before the owner was miyayish, before he despairs of its return. Then, and then the thief is discovered. Now, witnesses come and testify that so-and-so stole this particular article in their presence. So then, So, the stolen article shall be returned to its owner. The owner has to reimburse the purchaser of the, for the money that he paid the thief. And this was uh, was misak and enable for takanas ashuk. And then make a din with the ganav. If the thief has a reputation that's known, the chachamim did not ordain this kulot, the owner is not repay, required to pay the purchaser anything. Instead, the purchaser must sue the thief and collect the money he paid from him. Now, if the bailer were miyayish, doesn't matter whether the, the spirit before the thief sold article afterwards, the purchaser acquires the article because of the acquires the article because of the owner's yush and the transfer from one domain to another. He's not required to return the article itself. He must reimburse the owner if he purchased the article from the thief whose reputation was well known. Oi. If 
If the thief was not noticed till, the purchaser is neither required to give him the owner of the article in order to reimburse him. This was Masakin to enable the 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 um un, uninhibited trading in the marketplace. When the purchaser sues the original owner for the return of the money he spent, so if there's no witnesses who can testify regarding the price, the trader must take an oath while holding a a a a, a, a tidal, stating the price he paid, and then collects the sum from the original owner. Whenever a person takes an oath, when he collects the oath is abundant, he must take the oath while holding a sacred article, as well explained in the appropriate place. If when the purchaser sues the thief for the return of his money, the thief claims that he received a lesser son, the trader must take an oath while holding a Yitzchibetz. He then collects the sum from the thief. He's required to take an oath because the thief is not given the option to take the oath. We don't, we don't trust him. If a thief stole and gave the stolen article as payment for the loan or payment for the chayv owed to a merchant, this takana. Instead, the owner of the article shall take his article back from the thief's credit without paying him, and the thief remains responsible for the debt as before. When the stolen article was given as a as a loan, regardless of whether the loan was given for more or less than the worth of the chayfets, the original owner shall pay the person holding and then sue the thief for the money unless the Ghana was known as explained above. When a person bought a stolen article from a Ghana whose reputation is not known, he is entitled to collect the amount he paid for the original owner. Only then must he return their stolen article. Supplies whether he paid 100 zoos for an article worth 200, 200 for an article worth 100. Chumim ordained the rule to allow the Kashuk Kumishabarno. Now, the original owner is not required to reimburse the guy of the stolen article. A person was owed a hundred zoos by a thief. The thief stole an article and gave it to the creditor. We gave the thief another hundred zoos. The stolen article must be returned to its original owner, and we tell the creditor demand payment for two hundred zoos from the Ganev. For you do not give him the second hundred only because of the article that he gave you. So just as you trusted him with regards to the first hundred, so you trusted him with regards to the second. Um, so, for example, if a person purchased a stolen article for a thief whose reputation was not uh, known for a hundred zoos, Okay. 
שהוא נטל מכל אחד, אחד מה שנזכר ונטל הקרן מנגנה בכל דבר מאלה לפני יש כמו שפרנו. Now, again, the Torah does not allow profit to be made from a sale of stolen article. For example, if a person purchased a stolen article from a thief whose reputation was not known for hundreds of years, and sold it to a friend for 120, and afterwards the thief was taken, so the original owner has to pay the second purchaser 120 years. He then takes the schifetz, afterwards he shall be reversed 20 years by the seller and then collects 100 from the thief. If the reputation of the thief was known, the original owner shall pay the second purchaser 120 years and collect the amount from the trader who purchased the article from the thief. The trader shall then collect the principal 100 years from the thief. The same way Allah applies with the second purchaser who sold the stolen article to a third or a third to a fourth, even if the stolen article had changed hands 100 times. The final purchaser is reimbursed completely by the owner who takes profit from each of the middlemen and collects the principal from the thief, as this applies before the owner was miyayif, as we explained. Now, um, Allah has like this. When there is a report that goods belong to a person who was not known to sell his personal property were stolen. And the person recognizes he tells on books in the possession of the person. They also apply when a person would frequently sell his personal property, but at the utensils he recognized as his own were utensils that were made to lend or to rent out. Now, if witnesses came and testified that the kalim belonging to the said individual, the person in possession of the utensil shall take an oath, stating that the price he paid for the utensil collects the sum from the owner and then returns to him. Aleph. Now, if the owner of the house would frequently sell his personal property, and the objects and questions were not utensils that were made to lend or rent out, such as that instance, even if there is a report that the property was stolen, the original owner is not entitled to claim it back from the purchaser, for it is possible that the, he sold it to others. Now, if the homeowner's word, however, accepted like this, people come, came and stayed in his home at night, he arose and called out, my, my kalim and my, my scrolls were been stolen. His neighbors found a tunnel dug from his home and saw the people who lodged in his home leaving carrying bundles or utensils of their shoulders, the thief, were not uh, found. And afterwards, the home house owner claimed that he had discovered stolen articles in, in the possession of another person. Everyone agreed, saying these are the house owner's scrolls. So, Now, the person in possession of the article shall take his oath, stating his price he paid for the articles, and collect the sum of the homeowners and then return to them. A person whose reputation as a thief, everybody knows about it. He entered a person's home and witnesses testified that he left his utensils hidden under his cloak. So the Allah is, Avbi Shoyesham Balabais, Vatan Varm, the Kuchin, and Biodi, Balabais, and Gruvenim, Hoya Balabais, and Dark and Limkir, Skelab, Isim Kilim, and Derb, and Adam, Twinim, and Derf, Isim Amuks, and Kilim Taksafo, and Balabais, and we show him the statements when he told Kilof. Now, so his word is not accepted, even though the, the Balabais was pressed. Although the, the Ghanav claims to have purchased articles, since the homeowner's claims they were stolen, the Balabais is accepted, provided it was not known to sell his property, personal property. The, the articles and questions are not generally carried hidden, 
And the person in possession of the articles does not ordinarily carry them under his cloak. So the balabais must take an oath while holding a sacred article that they are his and then take his property. And if the person in possession of the article is not known to be a thief, the balabais swore is not accepted. Instead, a person in possession of the article must take a, a, a rabbinic oath that he purchased the article and then he departs. Pedek Shishi. This Pedek speaks about things that are Hazaka, that things are stolen, and it has in it nine halafas aleph. Whenever there's a Hazaka that the article is stolen, it's forbidden to purchase it. If the majority of a particular substance is stolen, one is forbidden to purchase it. Therefore, one should not purchase wool, milk, or kids from a shepherd's. The supplies within a settled community, the desert, one may purchase milk and cheese from them. When we purchase four uh, sheep or the sharings of the four sheep from the shepherds or a small herd, or five for the shepherd of a large herd. We don't have a that the amount of this size is stolen. This is the general principle. Whenever a shepherd sells an article that would be noticed by the owner, it may be purchased from the shepherd. If the owner would not notice, it is assumed to be stolen and may not be purchased from the shepherd. may not purchase wood or purchase from the watchman or produce unless they sit openly and sell with baskets of produce and scales in front of them. Everyone knows about it. We may purchase from the entrance of the garden, but not from the, from the back. Whenever the seller says, hide the goods, it's forbidden to buy from him. We may purchase from a shear cropper if he has a shear in the produce of the wood. Not allowed to buy articles from women, servants, or minors unless it's a chazaka that they are granted these articles by their owner. For example, a woman who sold linen garments in the Galilee or, or calves in the Sharon. In all these instances, if they say hide the goods, it's forbidden to purchase from them, for we assume that the goods were stolen. We may purchase eggs or roosters anywhere. If a person says hide it, then we say that the Allah is also. We may purchase a large measure of olives or oil from an owner of olive press. Um, however, but not small amount because it's a launderer of a new woolen garment is entitled to the fluff that he removes, the strands that the comber removes, Belong to the owner of the wool. The laundry may take three strands. Anything more belongs to the owner of the garment. If an additional strand for black is the white, then the laundry may take all of them. When a tailor leaves more thread than necessary to sew with a needle, 
and a piece of cloth that is more than the three by three, he is obligated to return to his owner. Anything less, he may keep it. Ches, a carpenter may keep the shavings of the wood that he produces. Um, the chips he produces with the hatchet, the conscious belong to the owner. If he's working in the home and the owner, for the owner has the hired hand, that even the shavings belong to the owner. We have to go where the prevailing local custom is. Whenever a craftsman sells item to which he is not entitled according to the local practice, for example, strands of fluff sold by a comer where it's customary that they are returned to the owner. So the Allah is also forbidden to purchase from them because we assume that they are stolen. Um, if, however, he sells a pillow full with wool, you could buy from him. If a craftsman sells uh, articles for which he is entitled according to the local practice, then it's permitted to purchase from him. But if he says hide it, then it will be usher.